welcome to another episode of Shams and Gossip. I'm Carlin here with Stephanie. Hello, hello. And today I am so excited because we finally have Sunia back on the podcast. And it's been forever. And Yay. we know our resident Bravoholic. And it is, we're going to have so much fun and we have so much to catch up on and so much to chat about. Um, so much gonna- <laughs> to talk about. I have to cut you off because I'm just too excited. Hello, Shams yeah. and Gossip. Woo-woo. Your registered <laughs> correspondent is back. She took a Yay. little bit of a but she's back up in the business. She got she renewed for is- a new season. Yes, she is renewed and we're so excited. Um, okay, so what are we all drinking first and foremost? I'm drinking a beer. <laughs> oh, good for you. What kind of beer? It's um, a Terrapin Hopsecutioner IPA. She loves her IPAs. I do love an IPA and this one is one of my favorites. It's been in my fridge a little too long, I can tell, but I'm drinking it anyway. Honestly, there's nothing wrong with an ice cold beer. I haven't had, that's the thing. I haven't had one in a long time and I I was going to drink these on Saturday and I did it. And so now I'm having it now. (laughs) It's like nice and fermented for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. Sadia, what are you drinking? I just opened a bottle of 19 Crimes Pinot Noir. Ooh, yes. I enjoy that. Sure, if I love it as much as I remember. Mm, okay. Which I haven't had the Pinot Noir. What's on the cover of this one? It's Snoop, right? Uh, no. I'll have to take a picture for you. It looks like a really bad guy. Okay. Oh. <laughs> That's all I. I was specifically looking for Snoop Dogg's Cali Red, but yeah, apparently I like here, I like that one. Yeah, here in Las Vegas, apparently that sells out very quickly. So none of that was left where I was. I can see that. Yeah. I can really see that. I'll still drink it. I mean, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've never been like, oh, no, take right. that wine away. <laughs> Correct. I'm not, I'm not going to drink oh, it. In right. fact, I, I don't want that. I'm like, this wine, ugh, it's, <laughs> it's the whole so bottle. So bad. Right. A, let me just see if the next glass is as bad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. Carlin, oh, what okay. are you drinking? So I made a spritzer, but I told I told Stephanie this earlier. Um, I think it had put, had put a little too much ginger in it, so it's a little like like spicy. So it's like as I sipped it, I was like, "Oh, it's tingling and on my lips," but it's it's good. It's a little, you know. I wanted a little spritz today. So Love spritz it. with a kick. Hey, spritz with a kick. Spritzy. I love it. Okay, so Steph, do we have a top five today? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I paused for a second because I almost forgot it, but I didn't. So <laughs> it's it's going to lead us into, I think, something we're going to talk about. So top five, you can only pick five people for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills next season. Who are your five? Ooh. It could be current, past, people we don't even know. Okay. Top five. People we don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, okay. I think I could I think I feel like I could go. Um so I'm keeping Kyle because I feel like you kind of need her. 
Um, I I want to keep Garcelle, of course. Um, I'm gonna keep Dorit, even though sometimes she annoys me. But I still feel like she's like I don't know. I feel like her and Kyle, I'm okay with together. Um, I uh, I kind of want to see Brandy back. Like, I don't know. A little part of me is okay with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I know she was a little, like, much on Ultimate Girls Trip, but I still feel like she wasn't too much. Like, I think she has, like, learned a little bit, maybe, but she still understands that she still has to, like, stir the pot and be messy, but not, like, too messy. So I'm okay with that. Um, And then... I want Vanderpump back. Oh. Yeah. LVP, Brandy, and Dorit together, and Kyle. Yeah, I know. With Garcelle there to with Garcelle. Yeah. be the queen. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Sounds really chic. Sounds good. <laughs> that's that's what I'm pitching. Okay. okay. Who's next? I can go. Okay, go ahead. Okay. I'm keeping Garcelle and Sutton. Kathy, mm-hmm. and then Ooh. I'm bringing back Brandy and Kim. Oh, wow. So no Kyle. No. And you have the other two sisters. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> Kyle would not. <laughs> she would lose her That's mind. That's exactly why I'm doing it. I Ooh. know. <laughs> Spice. Okay. Okay, Sunia. That is IPA spicy over there. I'm. We gotta keep Kyle. Like it's she's the OG of the ROBH. Like let's just be honest. Also, yeah. her connections into all the other franchises, I think, is great chemistry too. So we need that. Mm-hmm. Um, agreeing with the two of you, we have to keep Garcelle because she is just a queen. And honestly, I feel like it doesn't matter what housewives cast you put her with. She will be exactly her and give us exactly what the audience wants. So perfect. She was built at this point in her career to be a housewife. We got to keep Sutton because the two of them together are so cute. And Sutton is so messy. Like she's she's messy. You you need Southern Belle messy boots. And she actually, I think, does it well. Like she made like trend for a little bit. (laughs) You know, like all of the yacht rock banders are all now on tour now so there's that too very true Um, i totally brought lisa vanderpump back like right away for a couple reasons one it's gonna drive lisa runner crazy (laughs) um i just want to see what that dance move looks like what does dancing in a cowboy hat when you're pissed and not on a reality show look like just curious (laughs) Um, I think that because of Messi Rena, there could be an opportunity for Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump to have like a come to Moses and like really squash some beef and give us back that fun, loving energy of season one and two. Because yeah. I think that energy of one and two mixed with the Garcelle and Sutton is just going to be really interesting to see them all 
um, very well accomplished, not having to compete, compete with one another for anything and living their best lives. Yeah. Then you bring in vindication for my girl, Erica Jane, who has a lot to learn, in my humble opinion, from the other four ladies in terms of class, decorum, how to mm -hmm. exit a situation graciously, how to be drunk graciously. All of them have done <laughs> so. Like, I think it would be so cool. I don't know if you guys have heard the latest that's gone on in the Girardi scandal, like having Erica Jane back just to see all of these little different things that are falling along the way that yeah. do vindicate her as a person, it would it would humble her, I think, a lot. And I kind of feel like everyone always really liked her. She was the person you love to hate. So, like, let's go back to loving her and hating her less. Yeah. Because we're going to bring back friends. I got friends. Brandy is a friend. We got to bring back. We got to uh, bring him yeah. back. We got to bring Kathy back. Like we need to see all three sisters together facing all of Kyle's worst fears, which is a Brandy, a Garcelle, a Vanderpump. Like how do the sisters navigate this lifetime together? And then Dorit, just because everything is really, really chic. Yeah. <laughs> just so chic. No, I, I love no, it. I agree. Rina is going to like blow a gasket. That's yeah. the other reason want to do this it's all of the people that she's fought and battled with coming back together working through their issues right it's you know it's like how well do people get along when one person's out of the room when Ren is not in the building how what's the new version of these ladies i'm curious mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and i mean even like i think i sent it to stephanie but um they was it the the preview for Mauricio's new show mm -hmm. and there was no Erica and no Rena and it was only Teddy and Dorit that First of all, were there. You gotta stop giving Teddy the opening Ugh. of every crack crevice envelope like in, in the worst outfit in the worst pose ever. Since, like she gotta stop. You, they you had her look at BravoCon. We're back they literally had her on the stage at BravoCon for a panel for um, Project Runway. Fashion. Like, fashion. Modeling. With, with Dorit. With Chanel. With Paige. And there was someone else. I was like, who? And who? then her. It <laughs> who was, thought that was a good idea? It was all fashion. I'm so confused. Wasn't she the person whose storyline was always about the fact that Kyle had to dress her and that yes, like she couldn't dress assistant did her makeup because she didn't yeah. know what she was doing. So why yeah. am I going to take your opinion on anything? I was like, this is wild. Oh, wild. Melon camp. Uh. I'm really scared they're going to bring her back. You know, I, I am too. And it's unfortunate that Tamara likes her so much. Oh, I yeah. think and they have that podcast. But I the think fans Tamara still don't. Done. And that's what I think blows my mind is the fans still, no one wants Teddy back except Teddy. Mm. And like, <laughs> and if she gets, comes back, I mean, ugh. I agree. I think it's disappointing that her accountability of everybody else's life opened up a can of worms that now you can't close. I think she now almost she's she's very much following a donald trump playbook in the sense that she knows the fans don't like her and that's mm -hmm. what's making her relevant she Correct. enjoys too much well right and now she has like a storyline and she has a whole new like sense of herself plus and like i don't this i don't want this to come across like 
it's going to come across, but she's going through like some cancer things. And so now she has that. And mm-hmm. that's a storyline. I know, agree. But podcast. I also just, listen, oh, no, I'm going to go there. You're a mom, so I can go there. I got nothing to live for yet. Um, <laughs> I'll be the asshole during this podcast right now. It's not like Eddie with the heart defibrillation situation, right? Where he was like completely AFib. It's not like even Brooks. Because that was exciting. For for 14 minutes of one episode, we really thought Brooks. Give me a fake, give me fake cancer more than real cancer. You got skin cancer, boo. Right. (laughs) You have skin cancer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying there's anything that you should listen. I get checked as a black woman. I've gotten things removed. But it's not the worst cancer you've seen on a Housewives franchise. Correct. Yeah. But so she's gonna I make it. I also don't want that storyline, though. I don't want it. I'm over like, it. I don't I'm want over, that storyline. I'm over her. You're supposed to be well and be fit, and all you're doing is being annoying. And yeah, you right. need to go. And you know what? Also needs to go away. The proliferation of Housewives pa- podcast is very interesting. Oh, mm. I don't want to listen to you guys talk on a podcast. Oh, you're cute. How do you wait? How do you feel about Bethany's new podcast? Yeah, well, that's why I'm bringing this up because I just think you know. I guess what I'm saying is that like you know the housewife playbook of of franchises and endorsements is not a playbook that everyone should replicate. And everyone, if you're gonna take something of it, stay in your lane. Yeah, I don't think everyone needs to talk. No, no. I happens to be a professional shit talker. Yeah. she's brilliant at it. She wrote the playbook everyone else has been studying until they got their opportunity to be in their confessionals and drop their one-liners. They learned it from someone and it's called Bethany Frankel. Let's just be honest. Yeah. She, it's exciting. We like to hear that. A, she's always got a point in truth. There's always a little truth in everything that she says. I'm not going to lie. There. She's always she's always pretty on the nose with her opinion, love it or hate it. But also, I think she just has the skin for it, too. Whereas these others, which goes back to everyone else having their podcast, everyone else uses it and then they cry behind it. I'm being yeah. threatened. It's like, well, you're <laughs> disparaging somebody talking about something just to make yourself relevant. Get yeah. your own. T- and like, and- I don't and like, I don't want to hear Teresa talk on a podcast. No, Teresa can't talk. Not about sandwiches. No, (laughs) she can't talk. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, not for everyone. And I don't. I haven't listened to Tamara and Teddy, and I know they have a lot of listeners. So I really, I'm not a good judge of it, but because I haven't listened, but I honestly, I don't see how it can be very good. You know, I've listened to Twitter clippets of it because I still love Twitter. I, I just find that like when you really want to know what's going on, some people go to Reddit. I go to Twitter because <laughs> you get it all. You get the mixed bags and the bot bags and in the bots. Yes. Are the, so it's all fun. Um, it sounds like Tamara and Teddy sometimes don't agree with one another. And Tamara is also really good at setting Teddy up for her own shit. That's yes. good. on their energy together. But yeah. Tamara is very much definitive that, like, I speak for me. My opinions are my own. Teddy yeah. always steps in shit. And Tamara does not step in the shit with her, which is yeah. probably makes such a good housewife. 
Yeah. But she makes a great housewife. She does. I am glad she's back, though. I mean, I definitely think that she... I think she's great. I think a lot of people love Vicky and like want Vicky to come back. But I do think there's something to be said having Tamara without Vicky. Yeah, but Vicky's coming back because Vicky filmed. She, Vicky filmed because the show got boring. I mean, right. Yeah, I, I mean, I, she's probably just coming back for a hot I think she's, second. Yeah. Strip, apparently mm-hmm. from all I've seen. Right. She's yeah. just coming back for now for now. But if yeah. you think about the timing of it all, too, right, of when they're filming, then they had to separate to come to BravoCon, then they came mm-hmm. back. The producers are probably vibing off of the energy from BravoCon, too. Do you, I don't know what that's oh, like. That's my question. Do you think that Vicky was supposed to go on that trip pre-BravoCon, or do you think that is something that came of the reaction that she got at BravoCon? Because that's what I, I think. I think public opinion right now with the Bravo franchise is doing something really exciting. It's very much like basketball where your stock goes up and down based on a game. I think it's really the people telling us what we telling Andy, what we want and waiting for the opportune moment to play itself out. Right. Yeah. I so have, like yeah. OC could just be lackluster this season. We shook it up a lot from one year to the next. Yeah. And maybe after BravoCon, you needed it because Heather DeBrow does not look like she's meshing well with everyone. No, allegedly so, she wants to jump to Beverly Hills. Well, that's why no. they sold, the, you she know, can't. eight gajillion million that's just dollars. What, that's what she wants. So, so to Cynthia, yeah, I could. Oh yeah, I hope Cynthia goes to another franchise because I, I think could, she. I could. See I think Cynthia she could. That. As a friend of, I think it'd be cute. I think Cynthia needs to go home. <laughs> I, don't she, I don't think she <laughs> she needs to go back to the bailey beach or what is it called bailey, <laughs> the bailey lake bailey <laughs> lake bailey lake bailey are we shocked that um they're they broke up actually, i actually yeah. kind of am yeah i'm a little shocked and i need to know what happened so if we're gonna Same. bring her back let's only have that i heard he was a player oh I find that so disappointing that someone as beautiful as her constantly gets cheated on. Yes. I know, but just because you're beautiful doesn't mean you pick good men. That is well, so it's true. Because people doesn't... cheating has nothing to do with how pretty you are or right. anything. It has to do with no, the man. But you know what? Actually, I retract my statement now thinking about Cynthia Bailey's dance moves. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, my God. Life. Whenever she tries to twerk. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my Honestly, God. <laughs> if Bailey would have maintained the mentality of Chanel Ayan of like, oh I'm a model and I'm just happy to be yeah. Yeah. Russell Simmons' ex-girlfriend versus yeah. who I feel like she tried to become a video vixen and she didn't need to. Yeah. And it didn't serve her well personality wise. She's just like mm-hmm. a sweet, humble. She's not catty. She's not yeah. really catty. Every time she, she really isn't, it never lands well. It didn't land. It always blows mm-hmm. up in her face. She loses friends over it. You know, like she wasn't comfortable being herself. And that's why I don't like her as a housewife. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. What do you think? So it's so interesting. I listen um, to uh, Carlos King's podcast and he's um, a producer and he was a producer on Atlanta and a producer on Jersey and he always talks about just like certain housewives who are are staples for each franchise but also the fact he brought up something so interesting because somebody 
I think he was talking to Giselle and he loves Giselle. And I do think Giselle is definitely needed. Giselle is a rock star housewife. Yeah. And, and they were talking about how everyone always says, Robin's boring. Robin's boring. Robin needs to not be on the show. And he was like, look, at the end of the day, you can't have this. You in a franchise that works you all can't have Giselles everybody can't be Karen you have to have people who are like a peacemaker or somebody that can route like if you look at Potomac like they all are messy and different different in their own ways and I think that's why Potomac works so well yeah and I like I feel like some of the franchises are missing that I think they try to like plug and play and you can't really do that and I think Potomac is one of the ones that I'm like, A, like there you still have people who have been friends for a long time, but you still have some people who are new to the group, but it still kind of works. Like Mia is new and she didn't really know anybody, but she still kind of works because she's just ridiculous. <laughs> she's the person we're all laughing at right now on Potomac, if I can be honest, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're all laughing at her. She is the anti-Potomac housewife, which works, like you said, Carlin, because it's not so over the top that you can't take it with the other ladies. But let's be honest, she's on the housewife starter pack. I don't think it's working out for her. I think this might be her last season. Yeah, because I think she's reaching a little for a storyline. She can't afford that house. (laughs) What do you mean? All the joint chiropractor what it's called the joint yeah but don't be disillusioned just because you own 12 of them doesn't mean that you still don't have to pay the rent on all 12 of them and then the (laughs) salaries for the people that live there i mean that's the thing that gets you with these storylines of the housewives i own 13 krogers that's congratulations you own 13 krogers in the most expensive counties you still have to pay the taxes on them that doesn't mean you're living well right you know maybe you own 13 and you sold them that's a storyline but you telling me that you did what you did to get your husband and then he allowed you to put all these businesses in his name that is not winning right (laughs) also in the the latest episode on sunday did you watch it because i haven't watched that one yet oh my god but you can talk about it so so i i maybe i missed this but she definitely like said that she was a mistress to G and I didn't think that that was something that she had said already. I thought this she is- said she met him in the in the club when she was working. Yeah, she, she also never said that. She also well, said she wore a full gown and that yeah. was the, the hostess. Oh yeah, I, that that line again. You know, so that's why I'm saying this is your last season. You're not like Ashley Darby and Michael Darby. Oh, oh lord, yeah. <laughs> this is how messed up our relationship is. But I love this guy. He's got this Australian accent. Sometimes we bring somebody in or not. I got this. I really read, and I didn't get my own attorney to tell me actually what my prenup said. So I was just right. going based on my supposition until the time I thought I was going to cash in, and now I can't because I didn't read the fine print. That's what I get from the storyline. This point. Tell me if I'm off on something. So I actually think that Ashley's been playing the long game the entire time. 1000%. And that, that, that the whole time she's been playing this, the game, every time there was a scandal that got busted and she forgave him and she defended him and everything. Yeah. Long game, long game, long game, two kids, 
however many and years. I think, and I think she wanted more because there's one of the oh, episodes yeah. she was like sad that he got a vasectomy. And because she was like, different. that's what I'm saying. She mm-hmm. read the clauses and thought, okay, I just have to do this to this point and this mm-hmm. to this point and this and to I'm this good. point. Mm-hmm. That's why she was so calm, cool, and collected. But you've seen in the most recent few episodes, she didn't really read all the fine print. And there are some technicalities. And Michael mm-hmm. is being man. He's yep. reneging on some of those things. Mm-hmm. This house situation, ladies, the two of you, you're married. Well, how, yes. how does that make you feel trying to leave but having to get a house under some? I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I mean, I under, like, look. I get that her excuse, not, oh, not excuse, but her reasoning is that like, she wants a bigger house, I guess, for her kids. But I'm like, you are making probably good money. I'm sure Bravo is paying you pretty well. And I get it. You're used. I understand that these people who are super rich, they're used to these super lavish lifestyles. But at some point for me, I'd be like, is it worth my happiness? Like if I'm not happy with you and I'm trying to leave, I'm still making good money. Do I really need a huge ass mansion? No, I need a nice house that my kids can live in and like be great, you know? And so I think that that it's a little selfish. I personally think like I would never do it. Like if we're, if we're out, we're out. Yeah, I agree. I am excited for next season though, when Luke comes with his maple syrup. Oh my God. (laughs) Maple syrup has never been so delicious. I know, but like that, can you, can, but like seriously, can you guys imagine like a Luke showing up on Potomac and then like Ashley coming to Summer House? I love it. Ice hockey, going oh. out, cutting the wood, bringing uh. it into the house that Michael Darby is still paying for. I'm here <laughs> for all of that. I'm <laughs> really ready here for it. Ashley does deserve it. Like in, in all does. fairness. Playing oh, yeah. the long game or not, whatever the motive behind it is, I I kind of like her. Like I'm like I, I mean, love I Ashley. I like it. I'm, I'm I didn't always her. love her, but I do love her. See, the funny thing is, I think I always did, but I was just trying to always figure out, like, are you in on this too? You well, know what yeah. I'm saying? But I think that was my whole back with her was that I just hated him so much yeah. that I was like. Yeah, I, I just don't understand like why are you I just, staying I can't I he is gross and she's so pretty she's so she's pretty gorgeous. and she's such oh. a good dancer on TikTok yeah. well, look, I'm gonna leave the TikTok alone because I, I cannot subscribe <laughs> to it because of my own personal political social reasons yes I work for a company but no I am not subscribing to the TikTok in the way that the world has fallen off the cliff for it oh we'll I am for another <laughs> podcast in a year and you'll be like Mia was right I digress <laughs> what I like about Ashley Darby though is that she is still a real person her familial storyline is still a real oh, yes and it runs really deep and you see why she needs someone like a Michael Darby in her life right like you yeah. you can understand and that dynamic and I think that that really makes me empathize and, and warm up to her as a woman who's also around our age mm-hmm. so I think yeah. that's kind yeah. of right too to be in such a situation that she is even before the show with someone who's got such a lifestyle you know like yeah. that's yeah. a lot to navigate and she does it always like a pageant girl with grace with mm-hmm. class she never really lets his scandal completely engulf her. And I feel like that's true strength. Like that's impressive. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I think that like, like you said, 
her her family is so like her storyline is so like relatable and i think that that also makes some of these franchises better when there's actual true storylines and not storylines that people are trying to just like fabricate and we're actually seeing things that are happening in people's lives that are like legit happening you know what I mean and that you can because yes I get that like a lot of people watch housewives because they want to like escape but we also just don't want to see people just like going to dinner and just like chit-chatting and then that's it or fighting over like something so stupid and even like married to medicine i don't need your house to be broken into for me to empathize with you i empathize with you lost your nanny and you have to figure out how to navigate through you know being a mother and having a career and having a husband that that and having in-laws that are crazy yeah that's real (laughs) another bravo robbery yeah oh from married to medicine yeah yeah i don't Mm -hmm. watch married to medicine oh Oh, see so good related to housewives but what i like about it is like a lot of the wives are also doctors yeah so and their spouses are doctors too. i know i know i like i like the concept it's just when it started i like i had too many shows so i just didn't start it no, I mean, listen, so there's, if you were to look at like pools, how they do like those thirds of the circles, there's one circle of it that's just like, this is like housewives, but only in Atlanta. Yeah. And it's educated black women. You could watch it just for that if you don't want to watch housewives of Atlanta for whatever reason, why? Ugh, then there's that you're crazy. head of like married couples, but like both professional married couples, because that's really interesting. We don't really yeah. see that. Right. And then they have kids that are now teenagers and in college. Holy hell. And then they're all friends and they all bicker like real adults, even though they're grown ass professionals that have to wake up at 5 a.m. and take care of women and do surgeries. But they fight like they don't have anything. They fight like Dorit. Yes. Work like Mauricio. That's hilarious. No, but I have a lot of respect for that. Then yeah, mean, no, yeah, I love totally. it. I like your attitude. I like how aggressive you are because you just worked a 14 hour shift and you have the cameras in front of you and you have two kids and this bitch is calling you out of your name. Please like give me all of your energy right now. Cause that sounds it's like a long day. So great. I'm like I'm it's here for so that great. kind of art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I love it. I think I, I agree. I do like the dynamic of the husbands too, being involved and like them being friends and like, like they go when they go on it, they've done couples trips, so they do couples trips. Like, I really yeah. do enjoy, and they don't shy away from the conflict. Like, it's cool to watch men on national television have a fight with their wife, where and, and not just one or two of them, Stephanie, several of them have gone through a divorce phase, and it could be a I read about it, some of it. 7 mm-hmm. 11 or 19 of their marriage, you know. So, it's very interesting to see how far they're willing to expose the per- personal hardships of their lives, but they're also all still business professionals. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. pillar- they are, they are the pillars of, of Atlanta mm-hmm. for lack of a better word. You know what I'm saying? From, yeah. from every landscape of, you know, social, political, it doesn't matter. Like they are oh, yeah. pillars. They have Dr. They Jackie have- like sees literally everybody. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I know who like a lot the number of them one are. Fertility specialists on the East coast. Like, and that's just crazy yes. in and of itself. And then she films. And then on the side, she's just like on, on the side. I do this, right. this television show. Yeah. I'm just, just like part time TV star. Yeah. Rolling in that money. Could you imagine <laughs> Real Housewives of Beverly Hills had an orthodontist in the mix? Oh, my God. <laughs> right. 
Well, I like, did like that. I did like they did that for Miami with a girl who was anesthesiologist. I kind of oh, like. Yeah. I I liked that. I need a Beverly Hills housewife to have like yeah. a sick ass career in yeah. that room, not something yeah. that's entertainment because that's easy. That's the obvious layup, and they all yeah. have the layup, right? Well, and we then they the tried it at they tried it for OC, but that girl, I think she just uh, what's her name, Jen. Wasn't Jen. she the plastic surgeon? No, she wasn't Jen. plastic surgeon. Oh, Doctor Jen. You know, cracks become craters, and I think that she. <laughs> <laughs> listen to me as I'm lifting at the bottom of my glass. Cracks become craters. Oh my I, god! I think that Jen's relationship was fractured. The producers, oh. the fractures in her relationship before she did. Yeah. Because if you can't determine if your husband's name is Ryan, like the old <laughs> or Ryan, like Philippe. We just got to start with that. Where yeah. are his t-shirts? Why he don't have clothes on it? Oh my that's, god! That's of mine. And why does he love that dog so much? The dog. He never goes anywhere with the dog and no shirt. Does he wear shoes other than Crocs? I mean, these are real concerns. And she's a real professional with a real career. Right. However, oh my gosh! Let me close this door real quick. Okay. <laughs> dying <laughs> i just am concerned you know i mean these are flags these are things okay so here hear me out you're at a dinner party you both are professionals you go out with a lot of couples from work you're at mm -hmm. a dinner party and you're getting the storyline of like so how did you guys meet or how long oh. have you been together and you hear oh well i went to harvard and I met him out at a party and this guy had on these Gucci sunglasses at nighttime. And I thought, who wears Gucci sunglasses? And I said, I'm going to marry him. And he never wears a shirt. He hugs my chihuahua everywhere he goes. We've been married for eight years and we absolutely love each other. And then you look to the husband and you say, oh, my God, that's so fantastic. And he says nothing the entire night. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'd be like, uh like, what's the conversation with your husband when you're driving home from that party? Like, that couple is doomed. Did you hear yeah, their story? Yeah, absolutely. Like, homeboy didn't say shit <laughs> all night. I've, Did you I... hear the part where he doesn't wear t-shirts, honey? Like, could you imagine if you didn't <laughs> right. wear a shirt all day, sweetheart? Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> or I'll do another one for you, okay? Because it's the holiday time. You're at a Christmas party. Uh-huh. And you meet a girl who used to have a swimwear line and she's from Connecticut is what you've heard from everyone at the party. Oh, you've got to meet this girl. She's, she's so sweet. She's the best outfits. <laughs> and finally you turn around and you run into someone who speaks to you with a British accent. She does look fantastic. She runs up to you and is talking to you all about everything that she loves that's so chic. She's traveled to Paris. She's been to Italy. She's been to Thailand. She is from Connecticut. And then you meet her husband, who's like <laughs> a filthy slob with a big belly, burping at everything, counting everyone's pocket and looking at everyone's underwear. What do you say to your husband when you go home after meeting a couple like that? How are they married? And uh, how, <laughs> I how rich is he? Exactly. But knowing the situation further, he's not. So Yeah, I don't yeah, that is talk wild. about the grift of all grifts. You yeah. Know, PK yeah. is the grift that keeps on giving. 
Wow. It's so crazy about PK because I feel like people like him now and I still don't, but I feel like the sentiment towards him him has changed and people are like, oh, PK. And I'm like, still, no, ew. And I yeah, still believe really, he really orchestrated like the robbery. And I never will not think that. So, <laughs> Yeah, I think so, too. I think there's some insurance money situation that was at yep. play there. Yeah. Um, I think Kyle and Maurizio's robbery was a real robbery. And everyone said, well, if it could happen to her, it can happen to any of us. So why yeah. don't we lose that when we're in a pinch? Because yeah. I think PK is, is in a pinch. I think the emperor has no clothes. Mm. You know, yeah. like kind of like Randall. Yeah. The emperor has no oh. clothes, right? Oh. Things are starting to come out of the woodworks. It ain't looking good. Dorit's got to work overtime. She's got to wear as much of that latex Louis Vuitton as she can before it gets stolen the second time. So Girl. she can insurance money on it. How many That's why Erica Jane said that the two of them are headed for Splitsville. She knows some secrets. Is it she's that though? It. Or is she securing their return next season? No way. She's well, probably allowing the public to be okay with Dorit not being with PK so she can eventually <laughs> get there. <laughs> but if Dorit is having an affair with Kyle's husband, how is the uh, public feel about that? Listen, I take big offense to Mo and Dorit being in a relationship just because I think no one in Mauricio and Kyle are. Yeah, I'd, yeah, they are fish in a sardine can. Like, I just truly don't think I think he just finally is allowed to be himself like on TV and it makes him actually cool. But I don't think he would cheat on Kyle. I think he knows he's got the best thing he's going to get that's not going to cost him a lot. By the way, he has a lot of kids now. He's yeah. good. He I think he, he's kids. Yeah, but they're all I, grown except one. That's true. And they I, all, but they all work for him. <laughs> I know. By the way, I binge watched. I heard it's actually really good. A lot of people like it. I love it. I love Farah. Justice for Farah. I have always told my other best friend that she reminds me so much of Farah, just in terms of like mannerisms, poise, personality, flair, all of those things. But like Farah is nice. I wouldn't fuck with Farah ever. I saw a blind item today that her um, husband's cheating on her, her boyfriend. I would believe that because he is not that cute and she is a total dime. And I just don't think he can live up to her excellency mm-hmm. i really think mm-hmm. that and i think yeah. i'm i feel like kyle it should take so much pride in her firstborn because that girl yeah. mm-hmm. what a what a resume all of it she's got it all going for her so much so that no one even really knew about her she was like so under everyone's radar where i was like mm-hmm, i see you with kyle and nikki and pair like you're bouncing around Bouncing and oh, behaving, yeah. selling real estate. You own your own. <laughs> like you're you're good, you're good. Would we love a Christine Quinn on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Ooh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like the role she would play is already taken by Dorit. But if yeah. we get rid of Dorit and keep EJ, what does EJ and Quinn look like? Ooh. I'd rather have they would Dorit never get because along. that Phoenix is a Spitfire, and I love Phoenix. I I love Phoenix. I, I don't. I think Christine Quinn. I don't know. I'm torn. I think she part of me doesn't think she could 
she doesn't play well with others. I think she would be very similar to how she was on Selling Sunset. See, I think she'd be humbled by these other Maybe dynasty. by the other girls. Yeah. No, but it's dynasty. LVP, yeah. Kyle, you're talking about dynasty women in town. You ain't talking yeah. about just like some good looking. I don't know. Sells real yeah. estate girls. <laughs> yeah. Lisa Vanderpump. That are cast for a show. Quinn together very quick. Garcelle would wipe the floor with Christine Quinn. And Sutton would just be nice enough to say all the bitchy things that we all like about Christine. I don't know. It could be different. And that's what I'm saying. Like, what happens when you put the ultimate diva with people that will humble pie them? Yeah. Do you keep I, your? See, I don't think they will humble likeable? pie her. I don't you think, think nothing will humble her. I don't think they will humble humble her. I think that she would get such a big ego boost out of being asked to they join the cast it. like that that she would be like, I don't know. I'd like to see Bethany Frankel interview Christine Quinn. Ooh, that could be. Rough. I just want to would rip her apart. Would rip her apart. I want to rip everyone. I'm, I'm here <laughs> for the podcast. I'm You're here. like, I want her. See, I but actually am but... also here for the podcast. I just, I wish, here's my the two new one with it. Her Bethany's yeah, the podcast. New one. I yeah. wish it came a while ago. Because I feel like at this point, it's so saturated with the housewives having podcasts that everybody yeah. and her recent like stuff that she's gotten into where she's like, She's kind of a bit of a hypocrite, but I've always will love Bethany. Bethany is one of my like untouchables. Even if she like kills someone, I'm probably still going to be team <laughs> Bethany. Um, but I also think it's funny that she's done this whole thing where she like denounces Bravo and is like, I want nothing to do with Bravo. But then all of a sudden now I have a Bravo podcast. You know, that's a very fair point. You can't be a hypocrite. You can't bite the f- hand that she feeds you. She is a hypocrite, you. but I love you her. You can't bite the hand that feeds I you, and you can't forget who gave you your first buck. And yep. it was Bravo. We've got yeah. you on footage in the Watch What Happens Live when they did the New York 10-year anniversary where she was interviewing with Andy, and she said, like, you changed my life. And right. she had that whole crying moment. Like, yeah, you can't knock the hustle. I do think there's nothing wrong with her not wanting to only be identified as a housewife because I, as totally. a businesswoman, yeah. Forbes, yeah. Enterprise, what she's done totally. with being totally. I'm allow I'm allowing her the space that she needed to be the businesswoman that she always was. She had to play snarky and bitchy and and conversationalist in order for the business side to fully flourish. Right. And so it's almost like the thing that we like about Bethany is not the thing that she really wants to be known for. She wants to be the smart business humanitarian. And she already is that. So I feel like she needed to sort of shed her housewife layer a little bit so that she could legitimize herself in that space to be taken serious enough for the next business deal and the next humanitarian opportunity. So that once she got those things locked in place, then she could be like, all right, I got. I can go back. Yeah. But I I just think she doesn't. She can show you how it's done. But she doesn't need to like trash Bravo in the process. And there she has trashed them at times. Well, but don't you think that Andy, there's something to be said for the fact that Andy still loves her. I think that. But they had a couple of bad years. 
they had a couple of bad years, but he was at her house just a few minutes ago. No, I know they're back. They're back together. But so that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I think that Bethany. She gets. I think she gets a little. I think she, she gets a little full of herself. But Always. then she comes. But then she something happens, and then she comes back. So I'm pretty sure she's talking shit, and yeah. I'm sure she had a moment with Andy, and then she kind of came back to life. Conversation <laughs> with the producers. I think they're all in on the whole thing. To be quite honest with oh, you. Oh, her right? podcast, one hundred percent. Yeah, I think that even oh, yeah. the things that she said disparagingly against bravo in the past they're aware of it i think they're fully aware of bethany's position anything that she says about bravo just keeps bravo more relevant we know what the buying power is of the bravo holic i'm not going to even call us women now it's the lgbtqi (laughs) plus included husbands doesn't matter right like bethany knows what she's doing and and so does andy and and i think that Unlike any other actual political show, Bravo can be a little fair and balanced in that regard, right? Because they, Dorinda is a hot ass mess, and we keep telling <laughs> Dorinda she's gonna come back. That's just they, fair and balanced. He told her. He told her. He told her, she, he told her at BravoCon she was coming back. We we're standing right by her, and she said, yeah. "When am I coming off pause?" And he said, "Soon." Yep. <laughs> Which I, I mean, also think he said to stroke the flames that they were going to announce more about Real Housewives of New York legacy, even though they have no no plans right now for it. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. No one's really happy about legacy. I think Ramona really. Oh, she's not hurt. happy about it. She, well, she hurt the franchise so bad that they couldn't redeem it in any way gracefully. They yeah. really couldn't. Um, they They have too much love for Ramona that they won't out her in that way because tiffany has done enough of that she needs to go away also sorry <laughs> Wait, who? to... who's the brand britney tiffany what's the black <laughs> girl that was on New York? oh ebony ebony same thing but ebony, doesn't she yeah. sound like a tiffany she's obnoxious <laughs> yeah. like I was like, Tiffany Moon? What did she do? Oh my god, not Tiffany Moon. <laughs> same concept. Yeah. Of, of- of beating the bush so yeah. much that no one wanted to go back. Dallas was a yeah. great franchise, mm-hmm. but it it was ruined by all the mess. Yeah. Well, I think too. So another um I was listening to actually Ebony on a podcast um and I think the biggest thing that Bravo like they tried too hard to make things diverse when it and you can't send a one black female who is a not friends with any of them right so that that's not real you know what I mean so that is never going to work right like at all like I no matter what especially if you've had this really white show for so long well and knowing the like knowing Ramona and how she is and like and they have no my thing is like at some point in the however many years they've been filming and you know they film friends if they had black friends you would have seen them i'm gonna stop you right there because <laughs> it's a great question that you're proposing but i also do think two things one new york started with jill zarin okay you were getting authentic new york you yeah. did 
You did. Mm -hmm. You got authentic upper crusty New York. Though they all do know some they have black friends. You know what it yes, is? Yes, maybe. The black friends that run in those circles do Don't not want to be on be TV. on the show. Yeah. Hell to the no. You know why? You would battleship their entire everything that they worked their entire the entire life for to be at Cipriani and the you know like yeah. the diamond ball and all those things they don't want that they really yeah. don't because they don't need it you know they don't New York was good it really was it was, it was just it was so good it, it the beginning. unfortunate thing is that they in didn't the beginning incorporate yeah, not the past younger. few years they younger, younger younger blood into yes. it that kept a symbiotic relationship yeah and I think the unfortunate thing is that the New York five or four that they started with were such big anchors and such big circles of the New York social scene that we had already run through them all as options, opportunities, yeah. extras, B-roll, C-roll, <laughs> you know, Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week role. Like we'd already run through that scene. We needed our scene and we thought Leah was going to do that for us. Leah was not ready to be on national television. And no. Tinsley didn't either. Tinsley was <laughs> chasing the wrong thing. Yes. She, I want to know where, like, I want Tinsley. Where is she? Where is she? She completely doesn't social post. Like, I want to know what's going on with Tinsley. Where is Tinsley Mortimer? Where's Gossip Girl? I don't know. <laughs> I think that that when Bethany left New York, that was that the kiss of death for New York as it was in that moment. Yeah. I think yeah. they needed Bethany to anchor to yep. anchor. And once Bethany left, there was the the oldies and then the trying to bring in the young blood and then trying to bring in diversity. And it was so separate. Yeah. And there was nothing trying nothing anchoring them together. Every yep. show they all need an anchor and Bethany was the anchor and Ramona can't be an anchor. Dorinda no. can't be an anchor. Sonia no. can't be an anchor. Luann can't be an anchor. None of them no. can be anchors. They Carlos just King. Carlos King calls them force multipliers. Force so multipliers. He, he says it's Kyle. It's Giselle. It's was Teresa at some point. I think Teresa's kind of gone off the deep end. But it's those people who they do. A, they they are your ultimate right so they are a little bit of mess but they also are friends with everyone and they try to play peacemaker with everybody but they don't they're not siloed they're able to kind of just you yeah know, I, I mean i think to make a pin ultimate housewife as you're saying you need someone with a large network which is why kyle worked mm -hmm. for beverly hills and the real estate yeah. thing worked in their favor at the time like giselle that works bethany more so than just being the anchor, she was the most realist of yes at New York and had a story and young enough, and, and young enough also to still speak to all housewives. Yeah. Yes. You need a housewife that can speak generationally. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we are loving housewives that are grandchildren, grandmothers now. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, so it's like you need you need that. And it's hard in New York. Um, New York is just a tough market in general, and it's changed so much, especially through COVID, yeah. especially through scandal, 
mm-hmm. especially through Trump. Like New York has just become a really interesting area where I think some people just really don't want to open their lives up because they see the ones that do, they get ridiculed for and written for it things, really, yeah. really hard. Even some of the best influencers who aren't on television shows that are from New York, they get lambasted and then it's like, it lasts for months and months and weeks and yeah. years and months. You know? It's just an interesting market. And I'm almost wondering like, is New York even relevant anymore? Well, do you think that the new, like, do we think that the new season or cast will hold up? No. No, that's what I'm saying. It I think they're going to play relevant. it too safe. I think mm-hmm. they're, they're going to. safe. I think that they're not going to really, I don't think they're going to be exciting. I think they're going to be beautiful. I think they're going to have money. I think they're going to have, but they're going to, I think they're going to be missing out on like some of the messiness of like the housewives that we love. Mm-hmm. I guess my first question with all of the housewives that are on this new thing is, are they all actually housewives? Because yes. if they are, I think they, I think are, they are. They're all I moms. Think, yeah. Yeah. I, I think don't a know good if amount they're of all, them. I think one is divorced and not remarried, but I think the rest of them are married, remarried in relationships. Cause I read all their bios and okay. I and a good amount of them work. Of them. A lot of them work. A lot of them work. That's going to be helpful. You need that. You need them to actually be wives, actually be moms and actually mm-hmm. be hustling in New York city. If yeah. they're not any of those things, then bring me back some middle-aged Ramona Singer <laughs> or some Sonia Morgan and let me just make fun of her in her As they office. just drink in their house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, um, otherwise it's just going to be a summer house mixed with winter house in New York. Right. But they can't touch. I mean, that is. That's, that's gold. A, that's a thing gold. of gold. <laughs> and we'll save that for another. Yeah, well, yes, yeah. we will save it. Because we I have, have so <laughs> many thoughts. On summers and winters and charms. Yes. <laughs> we're going to have to have I'll you have back to... in like a week. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to have to. It. Yes. Hey, it's the holidays now. So we've got some time, guys. Yes, we do. We'll have to have you again. But Sania, this was great. I mean, we talked for an hour on everything we wanted to chat about, which is great. I know we have some more that we have to dish, but um, this was a good start. But thank yeah. you again. Thanks for having me back. I thank you. you Miss you so much. I will get back on my Bravo Insider duties. You get your 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. messages from me. It'll be coming. (laughs) I'm so excited. I love it. All right. Well, we are going to remind everybody to follow us on Champs and Gossip. And don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. And we need five-star reviews. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.